Today, we want to talk about um, helping your partner. And uh, of course, that's something we all want to do, helping our partner, especially when there are things going on in them that they need our support with. But how do we help our partner when they're triggered, when they're in a mood, when they're in an emotional state that's hard to be with? Whether that's because it's directed at you, maybe you're part of what, what they're triggered about, or maybe they're just triggered by life and just the way that they're talking about it and the way that they're um, representing it is hard to hear. Maybe you've heard it a lot before, and maybe it just has a, a sound that triggers you. Whatever it is, uh, it's, 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 it's one of these conversations that's hard to have because you're triggered in response to their trigger. How do you help in those moments? This, I mean, just to properly frame this, right? I mean, this is, to me, like what allows for a relationship to sink or swim. Like so, so many couples fall apart through having experiences where they're both triggered and they, and they start, and it starts escalating and they start saying things to each other that uh, you can't take back that, that go into the long-term memory system of each other. And it just starts to corrode the relationship for the inside, from the inside out. So this is, this is really high stakes stuff here. Right. And so we want to do our best today to um, teach you, um, give you some tools around what you can do um, individually in such moments so that you actually turn the tide of these moments towards connection and not just a fucking a shit show, right? Yeah. And, you know, in any time that, that, that our partner's in something, we have a choice to make. Um, and, and ideally, we can slow down the process such that we actually can make a choice. Wow, I, I, this is a hard one to bear. But I'm today, I'm going to try being supportive i'm going to try to not jump in on the on the 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 conflict and and i'm and i'm going to help so how do we do that the the first thing that is just uh is so important to to hammer home here or and get clear on is that it is like slade's getting at it's a choice and it and it's a commitment in that moment, right? Because it's not just to normalize this. It is not our human tendency to go into a state of compassion and curiosity, <laughs> you know, it, when, when we're feeling maybe attacked or misrepresented or our partner is saying things that just, just fucking just don't even feel true. They're not grounded in reality. It is not our tendency to want to be like, huh, tell me more about that. Or, wow, that sounds hard. Um, our tendency for all of us is to want to defend and, uh, you know, get, you know, set the record straight. Or, you know? or just sit there and bear it and quietly resent right. them. Oh, right. here they go again. Mm -hmm. Distance, you know, shut down, like wait for any moment you can find to like exit stage left, right? This is, this is our kind of wiring and we want to make that, we want to acknowledge that, right? It's not wrong, but it does mean that 
a, a commitment has to then be made to do something different because you're, you're kind of working a, almost against some of the, some of the more primal drives that, that live in you. And, you know, the, 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 the beauty of this uh, is that once you start the ball rolling and your partner feels your generosity in some of these moments where you stop the, stop the, the trigger, the trigger exchange and actually get in and help them, that it comes back around. They're going to be more inclined to do that with you sometimes. I personally know with my partner, I know moments when I could not unhook from something. And I watched her literally say to herself, okay, what do you need, Slate? Right. And, and just on that note, and this might allay some of your, some of y'all's worries, you know, um, that like, well, if I keep doing that, I'll just be used. Right. I'll just be what, like, I'll always be the one that is, um, you know, uh, setting aside his stuff so that, you know, so that things can come back to some level of, uh, normalcy. Um, well, if, if that does continue for months on end, then you, 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 the, the, then we're in a different, we're in different terrain, right? Where in it, it, then that might be a time to really uh, confront your partner and say, I'm noticing this pattern here. You know, I show up, I bring curiosity and compassion, generosity to moments. And I'm not, I'm not feeling the same. I'd like more of that. That's, that's later on. But first we're talking about here and now is an experiment of sorts, right? It's not. You don't have to think about it forever, but just an experiment where you take the lead and you commit to, to being that compassionate, curious presence, um, in, in moments of distress when you don't, when you don't feel like it. Yeah. And I have a mentor who calls this a total maturity moment. And it's that moment where you say, I'm going to put my needs aside for right now. And it's going to be about them. So Let's talk about how to do it. Yeah. Let's 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 make this tactical so you can you can apply this. And part of what what you might find is you try to go out and experiment with this. Is wow, this is really tough. This is bringing up some personal inner work I have to do to be even able to slow it down and and make that space. And that that sometimes happens when we try to change uh, a way that we're in relationship. So um, we, we've broken this down to two steps. Uh, just to make it easy to practice. The very first one, and a lot of what Ryan and I have been talking about, is the initial decision inside yourself, which you have to be able to hear and, and do in the moment of saying, okay, here, here we go. Here comes the pattern. Here comes the cycle. Um, I'm going to stop. I'm going to be available. I'm going to manage what's going on inside of me to be able to be of service to my partner right now. Right. So take that a step further, spell that out, right? Cause this is, this is so key. And if you can imagine yourself in such a situation, right? Even right now, probably shouldn't take much, right? Just imagine yourself in a situation where you feel like, uh, maybe blindsided by a lot of, a lot of content coming your way and, uh, your, your partner's really triggered. Like, what parts it, what part, what voices start to arise? You know, is it like, Oh, here we go again. Or is it like, uh, I don't do that all the time. Right. Right. And, um, that's inaccurate. Mm -hmm. And is it like, you, you have no right to talk to me that way. I, 
you know, I've done nothing. I, I do so much. You know, what what is the defensive voice like? You just want to get really acquainted with the, with those voices so that you can you know you can see them and not let them take over, right? They can be here. They have they are here. They are there in in those moments. But we're talking about that pivotal first moment where you notice them and don't actually act from them. And that is so much easier said than done, right? But it is essential to everything moving forward. And 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 just to um to point in the direction of where this will go as we work more on these kind of themes, all of these voices that are coming up when you hear things, when you hear your partner in distress or in a trigger, your own voices, um, they're protecting places in you. Um, usually they're protecting younger places in you that feel like, oh, I, I, I messed up again. Oh, I'm not enough. Oh, it's my fault. Oh, I'm... I'm going to be alone. Those kind of deeper triggers that are happening whenever your partner is in that sort of um, triggered state, all of your voices of, of accuracy and, and defensiveness, they're all there to protect some, some younger aspect that, that is feeling shell-shocked and feeling vulnerable and feeling, um, feeling unworthy in some way. So just understand that that's what's happening in your system, which requires a lot of, muscular attention to your insides to really say, Oh, okay. Okay. Little guy. I I know, I know this is hard for you to hear her anger or, and I know these defensive voices are trying to help, but I, there's enough me right now to, to, to do this and, and I'll get my needs met at another time. I'll ask, I'll ask my partner. I'll talk to my men's group. I'll talk to my therapist, whatever that is. I'll make space. Then you're there. There's a lot more that can be said there, but that's, that's, we don't, we can't, we don't want to overcomplicate things. We just want to kind of give you that uh, as clear as possible first steps. You can start experimenting with this. So on to the, on to the next step. And this is, this is what, this is after you've actually arrived at what Slate's kind of talking about, like, like the me, like the adult you that actually has some flexibility, some curiosity, some empathy, um, accessible, um, so that you can actually now respond to your partner. So what, what do you do once you've made that decision? Um, there, there, you're hearing that you're hearing, um, the anger, the distress, whatever it is, is coming your way. You've made the decision. You have enough space. Now what? Uh, so it really, de- really de- depends on the need that you feel often when you've, cre- when you've created that space inside yourself, that's when you're going to start to be able to really attune to your partner. What's going on right now? Do they need, um, do they need a touch? Do they not need touch? Do they need a little space. Um, do they need you just to start by saying something affirming like, Oh, sounds really hard what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. I know it'll, a lot of it has to do with me, but it just feels like you're really, you're really struggling. And I just, I'm, I, I'm, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a contact statement like that, that lets them know, oh, I'm not dealing with my triggered husband right now. I'm dealing with somebody who's a, who's a friend who's available. Right. And that's, that's a key word. If you could just take away this, like 
what can I do to be a friend right now? How can I show, like really show, like in your tone of voice, in your face, in your proximity, how you're positioning yourself uh, uh, with your partner that, that really displays to them that you're, that you're a friend, that you're wanting to help them come back to a place of feeling like things are actually okay in the world. Like it's not as bad as it seems right now. Um, that's an art, right? That's something you practice and learn and maybe even ask them like, what do you, uh, is there something, is there something, um, that I could do right now that could, um, uh, help, you know, I care. Um, or, you know, you can ask them when they're not triggered, right? Um, so you, your task, right, is to become an expert of them, right? What really works for them? So I think it may be a good moment to just give a, give a clear example. Sure. Um, so um, when my wife is in distress, um, I will just start with actually where I go to. So you can kind of just feel like, I, you know, like this this is normal. Like I go to a place of like, uh, kind of inner exhaustion or, and some fear and, um, and some resentment when there's a, when I, when I'm in the story that she's just dumping a bunch of like how everything's going wrong and complaints and so forth. Right. That's where I go to initially. Mm. So I have to like, take a breath, kind of notice that yeah. so that I don't then respond from that place. And, you know, being a therapist too, like I can, I can, I can still say stuff that sounds kind of empathetic, like, oh yeah, that sounds really hard, but she'll, she can feel that I'm still coming from a kind of resentful, <laughs> judgmental place and it doesn't work. And it's like, it's, it's just, like a law, like unless I've actually differentiated from that part of me mm-hmm. that's holding her in judgment, thinking that she should be a different way, um, nothing's going to work. So I've got to differentiate from that part of me and then actually come to a place of feeling some compassion for what she's going through right now, uh, right now. And, and let go of like this fears of where this could go and so forth. And then from there, it's like, you know, what I found myself doing the, um, yesterday actually was, you know, even though on some level, part of me didn't, that part of me didn't feel like it. I, we were in the car and so I couldn't really look at her and kind of show my compassion. I started, um, just, you know, gently touching her forearm and just, because I know that's what helps her in her body feel like soothed right Mm -hmm. like things are okay like there's somebody who really cares about me and it's not and it's really always interesting it's not mindless touch like she's she'll call me on that when i'm just starting to kind of like be somewhere else and (laughs) massaging her forearm like i have to be fully present and really paying attention um to to that to that touch and that's that's what helps her come, come back to a place of feeling, feeling okay. And then after that, I mean, if there's, um, a need, you know, I could, I could share some of the things that are happening for me, but that that's, that's an example of like what it, what it looks like in practice in a simple way, just the two steps, right. 
like Slate said, it might not be touch, could very well be not touch for your partner, right? It's not a one size fits all. So that's why this, and that's why, I mean, Ryan's was perfect because he knows his partner and he's, and he, he, he not only knows what it's like, um, when he's really connected and, and, and really feels it, but he, he, he knows what it's like when he's not, and you can feel the difference. And so that was a great uh, example, Ryan. I really appreciate that. And I know, um, you know, with, with my, with my partner, um, sometimes what she just needs to hear is specifically that I get how hard it is, what she's dealing with, especially if it has to do with me and not in an empty way, like you were pointing at, but something like, God, if, I, I can so get how frustrating that is and, and, and to really feel it when I say it. And that's sometimes just the normalizing of this place she, she's in, mm-hmm. um, the reflecting that, that it's reasonable that she feels that way, mm-hmm. regardless of the percentages of fault on either side, right. her whole system, because what it does is it frees her from, from any thoughts that there's something wrong with her having these feelings. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, these are just, these are examples of, 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 and you're going to find your own. And that's why these, these practices are really important because they actually start an inquiry of what is, what, what's going to work for me. And you don't know until you start trying it. Mm-hmm. So you've, you've, you've made the decision to slow down and be available. Then you started to step in and try things. Mm-hmm. And what we're, if you're not getting it, I mean, like just to spell it out, what we're really trying to do here is put you in, in a position of a kind of power, power, like not, not a power over, but like, um, a healthy in the healthy sense of the, of the term of the word. Um, cause you can, you can practice these different things and the proof is the proof is in the impact. Like you can watch what works. And what is disempowering is when you think that there's nothing you could do to help your partner feel better, you know, (laughs) and, and that's shitty for her or him or, you know, because then they think that God, I must be really fucked up or something, or I'm with somebody that can, can, doesn't know how to handle me at all or help me feel better and puts them into even greater degree of distress. So we're, we're doing something different in terms of like actually framing things as you can do this, right? It's, it's a matter of experimentation and of learning and getting the feedback. Um, who, why would you expect yourself to be able to do this off the bat? Like that, that doesn't make sense. Like this person you're with is very particular and, you know, human organisms are human nervous systems are some most complex, arguably the most complex system on the, on the planet. And so it takes time to learn, but, and it takes, and it takes practice and experimentation. So be easy on yourself as you do it, you know, but take notes and, and really see what works. And use this. And, and, you know, anytime you, try to, to step into a relationship practice that requires you to leave your comfort zone to be there for other, it's going to just reflect the places that you need to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's a good thing. Uh, Cause if you're trying this stuff that Ryan and I are talking about, you're never going to be short of things like, Oh, 
I wasn't able to do it that day because this voice in me was too strong. I wasn't able to do it that day because the boy in me felt too bad about himself. And it's going to give you, okay, this is where I need to go get resourced. I need to bring this to my group. I need to bring this to my journaling. I need to, um, and so it's, it become, you, it drives your own growth. And that's why when they say relationship is the best vehicle for personal growth, this is what we're talking about. Right. Um, and, and, but you often don't, get the growth messages until you try to do something different. And so we're giving you something different to try to um, not just make your relationship better, but help you get to know what happens to you when you try to show up. Yes. Well, good, good luck with all that. Give us, give us feedback, put, you know, um, put out questions. Uh, We're, we're in this with you. Uh, we really are. Um, this is a work in progress. It's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. Right. Right. So, um, take care of y'all. Thanks for listening.